Hello and welcome to the unofficial, unsanctioned women's UCI cycling show. This is the brief moment in the middle of the week where Sarah and I can make our schedules collide into one happy moment of discussions of all things women's cycling. My name is Dan, and with me, as always, my good mate Sarah. How are you, Sarah? I am good. Oh, well, I, I, I'm, I'm still in shock about the terrible news you told me, Daniel, about the course. I was expecting to have these stories that what? Well, come on, it's with just, a super cool gang of people. It was just a. It was just a. It was just a boring, It was just a boring old race in the in dry, sunny conditions where they just rode a bunch of laps in tempo and there was a boring bunch sprint and Mariana Voss won and whatever. Yeah, Dan slept through the race, dear friend. I, uh, uh, yeah, well, it's not like I meant to. It just kind of <laughs> happened that way. Luckily for you, I've been collecting the video, so you've been able to watch highlights and read reports and That's all true. sorts of things they like have, that. They have been very helpful. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I find weird? Um, we'll talk about this later, but SBS has a set of videos which are great. You know, they've got the yeah. longest clip of the action, which is wonderful. They've got clips of the Aussie reactions afterwards talking about, oh, my God. And, um, and yeah, but they also have a crash compilation. And I feel really uncomfortable about even, um, you know, even sharing those. Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, you've got a compilation of crashes. Yeah. Oh. Well, you know my general feelings about sharing SBS videos anyway, so you know. Oh yes, we don't mention mm. them. Well, no, no, no. You're you're free to you're free to mention whatever you want. I I drew a personal line in the sand, and um, and the tide has not yet washed it away. So, you know, that's that's my tide, cross to tide, that's my cross tide, to bear. Welcome to tide, mixing metaphors with Dad and Sarah. Your tide of bitterness and tears. Ah, uh, excuse me, that diminishes the very important stand I took against institutionalised sexism in an institution that shouldn't have institutionalised sexism. Yes, yes, yes. So, I'm not just your know, line in the sand. I, mean, I'm just... I, will not have, I will not have my line in the sand compared, um, you know, as if it was equivalent to fucking child men MRAs with their fucking <laughs> male tears and bullshit. <laughs> It's, it's literally the antithesis of that. It's the kind of thing that would make those men children weep their <laughs> fucking male tears. I bathe in male tears. <laughs> Fuck. Just, you know, to really make my point. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. Um, so, yes, so it was Lacoste. So what we're going to talk about today, it's Lacoste, but it wasn't just Lacoste because we also had Parasycling um, World, World Cup. World Cup. Yep. And also paracycling um, track world champs is on right now. And yep. also um, BMX world Bit champs. Bit of BMX oh action. Yeah, yeah. Oof. I mean, we do love some BMX, so, yeah. But I, do I, love suppose, BMX. I suppose we should start with the, um, the incredibly beautiful and clear and, and dry and stable sunny conditions <laughs> in Paris on Sunday. Oh my God. You see, no, I've got to apologise. I am massively conflicted about the course in that before it happens, I'm always really grumpy because, you know, it's only 89 kilometres. It's, you know, it's only like a couple of hours, but they don't show the full thing on yeah, TV. Yeah. And I, I find it problematic on so many ways. But when it actually happens, I am ecstatic. <laughs> I find that interesting. Well, well I think, I think um, Gracie Elvin um, gave a, a pretty nice um, summary afterwards and I think she actually summed it up really well where she's like it's not the biggest race on the calendar it's not the most exciting race on the calendar 
but it is really important because it puts us in front of so many people who might not otherwise have looked at women's cycling. And, yeah. um, and, and so it is actually just really, really important in that regard. And yeah, I think, I think that's actually probably a pretty good way to sum it all up. Cause you're right. It's, it's one of those ones that, yeah, well, it could, it could be an interesting stage or it could at least be a long, you know, stage and, and put some shit in and, and show more of it and blah, blah, blah. And, and there's all sorts of things that could be done to sort of make it better. But at the same time, it does what it does do pretty well. Basically. Yeah. Well, I don't know that. I mean, uh, it was hard to watch. It, if if you didn't see it, it started to rain quite early, and the couples just—I mean, the, the the metaphors were brilliant. You know, it's like similes. They're like it was like a, a, a ice rink. It was like being a skittle in a bowling alley. It was just like you know, everyone just mm. apparently only twenty was, yeah, riders 20, didn't crash. Yeah. yeah. Which I mean, that's that's phenomenal when when it's easier to quote the riders that didn't crash than did. Holy shit! Crazy. And then I liked. Um, I think it was um, Ella who, on their post-race um, coverage, <laughs> when they listed um, um, uh, quotes and comments from riders, they listed where they placed and how many times they crashed. It's crazy. I mean, it's pretty brutal when you've got to, you know, and, and that was the one I think, you know, like Gracie Elvin, it was like she finished like, I don't know, 37th, um, had one flat, one crash and another another mechanical or something like that, you know, and, and that's that's kind of like the race stats. It was like, holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's all like, I don't know, it's, mm. I, I find it hard, I mean, just, uh, yeah, I, and 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 then you and the interesting thing was that they actually um, diminished the length of time the men had to race, didn't they? They kind of the all right, okay, yeah, this is too dangerous for the men to ride. And, <laughs> and I was thinking about that, and I don't know what I what I I just don't know what I think because on the one hand, if it's too dangerous for one per people set of people, it should be too dangerous for the others, right? Yeah. But on the other hand, it's it's kind of like well, yeah, but. You know, the, the difference between the men having this final stage, you know, neutralized from a GC point of view, well, you can yeah. still, you know, go go for it on, in, in, in the sprint finish. Uh, that's that's your choice. Is different to the, this is the only time you get to race this, oh, my God, because I can't imagine what it would have been like if, if, if they'd have rocked up and gone, Scott, told, no, you can't ride, it's too dangerous. Yeah, yeah. And and that's, yeah, I... I yeah, I would find that very conflicting, you know, as well, just because, well, you know, as we just discussed, it, it is an important forum and stuff, and yeah. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, it, well, in, in, in any case, it's it's somewhat immaterial because it is done and dusted now, and it played out the way yeah. it played out. And so, yeah, the conditions were pretty wild and, and insane, um, but that didn't seem to, you know, stop the racing from also being pretty wild and insane. Yeah, I mean it's it's funny because the the with the course it's like everyone everyone was saying it's going to be a bunch of sprints it's going to be a bunch of sprint and it was last year I mean last year it didn't it wasn't like hideous hideously raining we knew that like um, it helps the having rain helps the kind of breakaway riders and your escape artists because oh my god that's what you do in the Dutch races every yeah. week isn't it? yeah yeah <laughs> and wind you know they had like they had like a, they had like a, a wind that was like a crosswind on one part of the course and a bit of a tailwind on another part of the course and la 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 so you end up with um, 
you know uh, that's that, that that again that helps that helps make it make, make it more exciting but it's 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 yeah it, it, so it's interesting because I had all my well the thing is is I had my bet my bet was Kirsten Veal but I, what I wanted was a breakaway yep yep well I mean everyone wants a breakaway always always yeah yeah and I, it was it was yeah so it was and and I guess I guess one of the reasons I'm not blaming the riders for crashing at all because there is a tendency sometimes for oh well you know women crash all the time <laughs> you know in in certain sections of the cycling media and I don't believe that you know I don't there's there, there I mean there are ish times when you've got like a, a really really I mean the world is the classic example where you have a really wide field so one of the things so you want to basically get rid of as many inexperienced riders as possible yeah. as early on in the race so you just attack like lunatics as early on in the race because otherwise you're you know the risk of being taken out by someone who's not who's never ridden in a pack this size is quite high Mm. and and everyone would have been nervy because oh my god but it's it's yeah it's it it started and there were and and you can see on the you can see when you're watching it the the kind of riders trying to get away you know those attacks that don't actually manage to get off the front but you're stringing out the peloton so it's kind of you know that that kind of rubber bandy yeah yeah putting the herd in early um yeah yeah um stretching stretching i mean it it is interesting because i think you know and like we said last week part of it is also that you've got these like because it's the the Champs Elysees, it, it it's super wide, and yeah. and so getting that bunch strung out is actually kind of, in a way, sort of doubly important because they're not naturally going to compress due to narrow roads and and lengthen the peloton. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's those, there's those, there's those points down the side of one of the down the side of the Champs on one side where you've got like the riders kind of all all aiming to be in that gutter you know that kind of very one smooth section yeah. of the gut set, very very one smooth section of of road between the cobbles and the pavements which yeah. is yeah well interesting. And, well it's interesting because i'm pretty sure that's still just giant flagstones it's 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 just compared to the cobbles it's way smoother yeah <laughs> Yeah, we're not talking. Um, we're not talking like beautifully freshly laid yeah. tarmac or something or whatever. Nice, nice, nice. I don't know what. So, what's the best surface to ride on, Daniel? Um, oh, smooth tarmac, like fresh tarmac, is by far and away the best. Like it is just, oh, it, it's it's, um, it's just so smooth. Um, it becomes really easy to spin. Um, you get really fluid on the bike and it just feels like you can go forever. It's yeah, definitely the best. Oh mm. yeah. So we, so yeah, so, so, uh, of course it starts, there's, there's these attacks and I was super happy to see, um, well, this is the funny thing because I was really happy to see the Oracle riders attack all the time, but then Bridie O'Donnell had a different take on it <laughs> on Twitter. Oh God! <laughs> never, never, never been shy of uh, expressing a point of view as our good friend yeah, Bridie. So, 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 so Bridie was saying, yeah, that's the typical Marv Barris tactic of um, of where the, of of send all your riders send all your riders out to exhaust themselves early so they can't do anything later on in the race. <laughs> and it got me thinking about how the difference between a race that 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 is good for us 
as spectators in a race that's good for riders. And I was thinking about this in, in the context of, you know, a lot of times when it's worlds, sometimes people will dis worlds for riders not be, being less, like, less, less likely to go attack, attack, attack. Yeah. And stuff, and I thought that was, and that that interests me because, of course, the style of riding that we, in general, I say the big, you know, big we want to watch is is with with tons of attacks and tons of you know virtuoso moves and you know no guts no glory all of that stuff. But is it the best for winning races? I mean, and again, this is also one of those interesting things because you can't tell till after the race whether it's a good yeah. move or a bad move, can well, you? Well, and, and also, I think I think also there's a real danger there in that that whole discussion getting really circular very quickly because a lot of people when they discuss how they think race tactics should be handled and how they should play out are basically discussing men's racing and trying to apply it to women's racing. And they are different beasts. I'm not suggesting I, Friday for a second. Oh, you see, I disagree. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm from the other side of it. I think that but sometimes when when women do ride more like the men, so say, for example, you're in Worlds and you're deciding, actually, we're going to not be attacking, we're going to ride a defensive race and follow other, you know, follow other riders and not let anyone get away and not let anything get up the road because this is a really important race that we want to win. I think that's more, right, right, I think that's more riding like men. Because they, you know, where, where you're kind of going, okay, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll think about shutting other things down until we're ready to make our but, move. Yeah, but that, that's my point. I'm not suggesting one's right or wrong. What, what I'm suggesting is wrong about it is not the tactic, but the fact that that if you're basing tactics on an understanding of men's racing, you're not necessarily paying attention to the race at hand. You know, uh, and and that's my point is that I think one of the things I appreciate about women's racing, and we talk a lot about it being more attacking and smaller team size and shorter distances and, and all these things contributing, but one of the things that, that that does is it changes the dynamic of the race overall. And, and so I think it opens up the opportunity for different kinds of tactics than we might be sort of more readily scripted into. Um, particularly, particularly bearing in mind that women's racing doesn't get the same coverage. So when we watch racing, like video of, of racing, particularly at length, it tends to be men's. Yeah, but yes, yes, but I, yes, okay, yeah. I think we need to have this conversation offline where I can say, no, but you're not hearing what I'm <laughs> saying. <laughs> no, I, I think I understand what you're saying. I think we, I think we are just saying slightly different things. That's the thing. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. I'm just talking about something else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Because you weren't hearing what I was saying, but you know that's all right. I, I can handle it. I'm okay. I bathe in male tears. It's fine. That's, that, by the way, that's going to be the name of this episode for sure. You know, I was just going to say that's you're not allowed to call them an episode that. Sorry, oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Unfair. No. Well, in that case, it's now called Sarah wouldn't let me call this. I paid the nails. <laughs> Daniel, you <laughs> slipped through the course. We are. <laughs> you should be trying to. You this contrite's really, really the brand I've established for myself over the last three and a half years. <laughs> oh, like, you know, you even know me. Like, you know, there's people out there going, "Oh, he slept through the course because he was pissed." <laughs> Not necessarily wrong. <laughs> <gasps> 
I don't know if we can be friends anymore. Oh my God. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't. Honestly, I wasn't. <sighs> but yes, it just, it, it, that makes it funny. Anywho. <laughs> we were doing quite badly last week um that's because one of us hasn't watched the race <laughs> anyway so we see Bracey elvin attacking and that was lovely i'm so happy for her you know she won her first race in huick this year her first uci race not her first race because obviously she's been the aussie national champion twice and then she won in turingen and um russia i was watching rochelle gilmore's commentary um on itv4 and she said that uh that, that, that when when gracie had won guick quick she'd been she'd punctured and she'd been waiting for a uh, a, a wheel but for some reason the the, the, the um people the, the, the car she could the mechanic couldn't get out of a team car to help her and change her wheel, so she had this long, this long wheel change wait, and 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 then chased back on, and then when she caught back on, attacked. Oh my god, that sounds. It sounds like a fucking, I don't know, like some some weird British physical comedy sitcom kind of thing, like I don't know, Mr Bean or something, where the fucking mechanic can't get the door open. Like a Faulty Towers episode where someone keeps locking the door by accident every time they try to open it or something. It's weird. Oh God, Basil, Basil is your team mechanic. There's, there's, um, there's, there's a thought. Well, well, that's only marginally worse than than Manuel being your team mechanic. So, you know. Yeah, there's probably there's probably teams out there who have that. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it was, and it was that 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 attacking, that flurry of attacking, because you had Gracie Elvin, and then you had now one of the things about the course was I don't understand why. I mean, obviously the weather was terrible, but it's the same last year where I think the cameras are set up for men's racing, where it's. I mean, obviously they don't have as many motos, they don't have they don't have no. that many motos out on course, but they the, they seem to be like more tourist head sh- um, overhead shots of Paris, which you know obviously Paris is beautiful. Obviously, I like to see Paris when in in the time, but not when you've got actual racing on the road. Oh my god! So that was interesting. Yeah. Yes. But um, but also they kind of weren't. I mean, I I, was, I I gave them benefits of the doubt and thought, well, maybe it's because it's so 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 wet and dangerous that they're just not getting close to the riders. So it was a bit hard to see who was going. Um, you know, who who was going and who was because you couldn't see any numbers and stuff. Except I was very excited when I got Spratty. Um, yeah, uh-huh. I. I that's spratty yes it is ha <laughs> you know we can actually actually i mean because you know we don't see that much live racing so it's always i always get a little bit of a thrill when i can spot riders when correctly accurately identify a rider yes, yes exactly so yeah so so it was um it was uh gracie elvin and then uh lizzie williams another oracle mm. rider and with flirty Mackay and oh my god flirty Mackay, i'm so happy that she's doing so well she is a very very talented junior and she's um um I saw her in Energy Water where she was always the first rider to line up, which yeah. was awesome. You know, very kind of very into her rain and cobbles. And when she won Hint with Elgen, she was in a group and she attacked at a kind of ludicrous place and won. <laughs> yeah. Well it does seem to be like particularly for, for juniors as they transition, that does seem to be a popular method, doesn't it? Like attack somewhere that's so batshit insane nobody believes you can be serious. And yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like you know, I'm four k to go. Yeah, yeah, this, this is, this is, what could possibly go wrong? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. 
I mean, to be fair, the elites do that too. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at you, Rockana Knatemann, but um, yeah. And, and yeah, so so you've got like these, like these, these, all these little attacks, you know, all these, all these kind of little attacks and captures and attacks and captures. And I was particularly pleased that um, Bigler had attached a camera to Vera Kuru to Spike. <laughs> because there is quite a lot of time where Vera's on the front with nothing else in front of her and then suddenly this 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 you know this wave of riders kind of pass her and that's beautiful I love it when you've got like riders who attack and it's all you know you can see it from their their bike their bike perspective yeah yeah for sure um and it will be interesting you know I mean I know we talk about this semi-regularly but it'll be interesting to see how because as you say and it, it was one of my complaints from last year um, that while the cameras are there, they they appear to run a, for want of a better term, light crew for the women, mm. um, you know, as opposed to the full crew that seems to turn up, you know, an hour and a half later when the men finally get there. Um, yeah. And so it, it will be interesting to see what happens with, you know, with alternate drones, man. Drones is where it's at. So. <laughs> What you mean, people kind of flying their own drones? Well, except the drones, because one of the things that I always thought was going to be very exciting with people making their own drone fish is, fuck this, I'm filming the race. But apparently there's um, all sorts of legalities about flying low. Um, yeah, and... yeah. But, but that's what I mean. Like, I mean, ASO or whatever, you, you know, I, I reckon that'll be the thing. Like, they've experimented with on-bike cams and will make their decisions to that. I reckon drones will be the next thing that gets experimented with for, you know, cheap aerial footage. You just sound so happy about the idea of drones. Say the word oh, drones again. Drones. drones are the best. Drones are the literal best. They're the they're they're the they're the early evolutionary indicators of our robot overlords. <laughs> <laughs> Will you bow to our robot robot overlords? Oh, in a heartbeat. I can't wait till humans are replaced with robots. It'll be the best. The best. Oh, no more people. So good. <laughs> so have you already booked your um your 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 um your birth in the Matrix? I'm, I'm going full robot or Mars, whichever is whichever is more realistically available first. Absolutely. For, okay. For sure. Man, could you imagine the downhill mountain bike on, on Mount Olympus? That would be fucking insane. <sighs> Epic mountain long flat runoff low gravity so you can do some wicked jumps that would be the best oh so who was which was your best attack which was your best attack in the race daniel oh, on, i have to go i have to go gracie elvin's lap and a half off the front aussie you know come on how can i not? <laughs> how can i not <laughs> well so we so we kind of so you know so we have all these attacks and, and, and immense crashes. Oh my god, poor Ellen Van Dyke out with a broken collarbone. Yeah. I'm just oh god. I mean, oh, so frustrating. I was very excited to see what Ellen would do with Lizzie Armitstead. So we had quite a lot of big riders out as well. So I think Kirsten Vild crashed a couple of times, and there was one point towards the end of the race where Vild had crashed, and I'm like, oh my god, why aren't they chasing? Why aren't they riding hard from the front? Don't <laughs> let Vild come back. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> oh, because you know it was all about it. You know, you're looking at it, and then more later and later and later and later it gets into the race. The more likely it is to be a bunch sprint, and then we're in the last lap. And well, hey, and this was this is my runner-up for attack of the race. So. My favorite attack of the race. Yeah, I bet it is your favorite attack of the race. You you love a winner. I love an underdog, but you know. 
Yes, but yeah, I well, no, I love a rider who goes, you know what? I am going to attack like a lunatic and see if I can get away. And that <laughs> rider was Rabobank's Anna van der Breggen, who in yeah. the last lap just flew off. And this is where, you know, those kind of very short, punchy attacks. And, and you're like, oh, my God. Like, at first I was like, oh, that's great. You know, when yeah. she gets caught. And you can, um, almost, you can almost see that sort of collective breath in from the peloton where everyone's like, okay, well, it's, it's going to be a bunch sprint. Let's start to organize. And as everyone takes that breath, bang, off she shoots. Oh, you see, that's where I loved Tiffany Cromwell last year in the Friends Life Women's Tour because, um, and, and oh my God, the kind of and the sprint sprint train disruption um, in Worlds a couple of years ago when it, I think it was Copenhagen maybe where you know the, the sprint trains are all kind of organising themselves and one rider just goes bang and it was like shit and it's chaos and they're kind of chasing, <laughs> chasing really hard. But the interesting thing was there was this moment where only Bowles Dolman seemed to be chasing Van der Breggen. Now obviously Rabobank can't and Rabobank was sitting there with Lucinda Brand who's you know I always say not the fastest sprinter but oh my god one of the cleverest. Yeah. And Pauline Ferrand Prevot who they were racing for. Um Pauline Ferrand Prevot who crashed on um, one of the on one of the final corners last year. Um with Lizzie Armistead and yeah watching you know so you're like there is this is at this moment it's the win-win for Rabobank because they've got Anna van der Breggen up the road but you know everyone's like looking about right yeah Pauline and and Lucinda and and you're sitting at oh only Bowles are chasing and is this because only Bowles can chase is this because only Bowles will chase do you know what I mean yeah exactly like like, is everyone so cooked have Orica really burned all their matches earlier in the race is that what happened Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, and then Velocio coming into then Velocio joining the chase and they're they're just like and then suddenly the chase picks up and you're at this point we were screaming at our television because you're thinking, Oh my god, Anna might be able to make it. Yeah. Oh god. And and it's like I mean that's how she won her stage in energy walker tour. Her she, you know, she won her stage in energy walker tour from being in a small bunch and attacking at a kind of slightly random place and getting away solo. You know, she can do this and it's cobbles and she's Dutch and it's pouring with rain and she's Dutch and you know and it's bike handling skills and she's Dutch and on rubber bands. You know what I mean? It's, it's <laughs> and just, just 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 for those at home who may not be familiar, uh, which which nationality is she again? She's Dutch. Oh right, right, okay. So Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so she's so oh my god, it's so so exciting, and they're getting closer and closer. You know when you're like watching someone race, and she's the ITT champion of the Netherlands, and you know when you're looking at like these long roads with uh with with all the foreshortening that comes with a TV camera, you know from being from being in front. Yep. Oh my god, can she make it? And then final corner, and Pauline Frenfrevaux goes down on the same corner that she crashed last year. I on. know, that's insane. Did you see her tweet about it? No, she, she put some. She put some kind of like. She just put some beautifully self-deprecating ah. tweet, laughing at herself. Uh, yeah, I thought I decided to decided since it was so good last year, I'd do it again or something like that. Or something, <laughs> you know. Just yeah. yeah, and and she's just. Oh my god! And yeah, and then Anna gets to the end, just two seconds before. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just, just <laughs> makes it. You know, and it is one of those classic, you know, like the only way that could have been more epic would have been if it was a longer break because it was just nuts. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, boy. I mean, it didn't really need to be more epic. That was about as epic as it needed to be. It was just 
just I mean I wanted us I wanted a I wanted a breakaway like my ideal result was a breakaway I thought before the race started but then I always no plucky solo attack <laughs> 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 lunatic suicide <laughs> oh. oh god it was gorgeous wasn't it really really stunning um, really actually, stunning race it, it actually was and it's one of those ones that um, you know like we like we said at the top it, it you know, it's a little conflicting as a race itself. And it's also one that mentally similar, I guess, to what you were saying, I I tend to always sort of think, ah, uh, you know, it's not gonna be it's not gonna be the most exciting thing. But it's it's turned out to be pretty bloody exciting every time so far. So Yeah, yeah, I mean this, okay, here's my bottom line on it, right? My bottom line I mean, I don't write about it before it happens because it bothers me so much, you know, and I don't want to be writing something negative about oh, this is yeah. a pile of shit. Because, you know, I'm doing this in my time and stuff like that. And but equally I don't want to be writing about it going, Yeah, it's the biggest women's race in the world when it's not, you know. Yeah. But yeah. the thing but my bottom line about it is I talk about this quite a bit that, you know, a couple of years ago, dudes, guys, guys especially would, and women, would write to me about their kids, their daughters, how their daughters didn't think that they could race. You know, mm. their daughters don't don't think that they can race, don't think they can race bikes, don't think they, they can, you know, and if they can, they know that they can't race the Tour de France because that's only for boys. Yeah. In ways that, in ways that, I grew up running and I never thought the London Marathon or the New York Marathon were only, you know, or the Olympic road race or, you know, or, or the World Championships or the or racing at Crystal Palace was only for boys. I knew that as a girl, if I was fast enough, and mm. strong enough and worked hard enough I and talented enough, which I wasn't, I could race those things too, yeah, you know? Yeah. Like, 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 and, and, you know, it's the same for same for girls playing tennis, know that they can play on centre court at Wimbledon, yep. you know? Yep. It, it, it's, it's a really, and that's the thing, that if you come from other sports, knowing that you can't, you know, that's the thing that's really been shocking, but this generation and you know and of course in the in the 80s there was the grand boucle and and the 90s so 90s and the, and the women's yeah. tour de france yeah. but there's been a whole generation of girls who've grown up thinking that they will never ride on the champs elysees yeah. that they can't yeah. cycle things only for boys racing's only for boys tour de france is only for boys and that that's gone now do you know what i mean they, exactly there's, there's, exactly they, they know that they can ride that that iconic you know, with the Arc de Triomphe, with the with the Eiffel yeah. Tower, the symbolism the... of it's incredibly powerful. It is. Yeah, and and even just the photos. You know, there there, there are mm. some lovely photos, and um, obviously my favourite ones are Balant Hanvasses at cyclephotos.co.uk, and I also think you should look at the Valofocus.com photos too because they're lovely. But they've got these, they've got those iconic shots that are the same shots that actually, if you didn't know, you wouldn't if you looked at them just just sideways, you wouldn't necessarily know if it was a man or a woman racing. Yeah, which yeah. is wonderful. And then you've got the pictures where it's very definitely, a, you know, very definitely a woman with, you know, with, with with a ponytail or whatever, streaming down. And you know that women can do this. And that's so. I I want more. I mean, fuck, I want more. I, of course, I want more. And I, I, you know, it kills me that there's not more. You know, yeah, but yeah. And and, and it is it is a bit frustrating in the sense that in in some ways it's a little bit of a, a cop out for ASO, isn't it? Because you know they could be doing much more, but but you know they're skating by with with one sort of you know outsized crit. Um, yeah. You know, and and so there are those elements, but at the same time, 
you know, as you say, it still provides, you know, some incredible imagery, some powerful symbolism and, and some real, um, significance in the lives of, of, um, you know, generations of, of writers. So, yeah. Oh, I guess that's the spirit of conflict, isn't it? (laughs) Well, I mean, in a weird sort of way, it's kind of more interesting when when it's not like easy, isn't it? <laughs> like, like you don't want to like. You, yeah, well, you, true. You know I mean, doing, it is it is a nice diversion from our our stock standard. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> or, or the or the infinite Sarah. I want everyone to win. <laughs> that was one of my things. I was so so happy for Anna van der Breggen to win. Um, it's funny because people, were, you know, I, do, I I was doing a little bit of that equivalenting that I do, where you know, people who are new to the sport or not new to the sport but just interested, ask me who their favorite, tell me who their favorite male rider is and why, and and I say the favorite woman. And I think I said um, Anna van der Breggen as my Sagan. Uh-huh. Um, no, no, I didn't say it was for my Sagan. I said anyway. I said Anna van der Breggen as someone today and, and before the race, and I had not put. She was nowhere near my top ten of riders to win. Yeah. You know, my riders to win was all of the sprinters, and then you know maybe some break, maybe breakaway riders, which I was right, classic stars. But I hadn't got her on my list because yeah. I hadn't got just yeah. hadn't gone down that I deep. Wonder and, if she was yeah, on, I wonder if she was on Jens's list with a two second split. We should ask him. We should find out. Yeah. Yeah, because you know apparently he knows everything. Now. Well, I think he had no. His 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 um well his his winner was Yolene Dora. Um, ah, well, and, hey, you know, he and, wasn't too far wrong then, was he? Well, because Yonin Dora won the bunch sprint for seconds, yeah. um, which was, you know, in, in in charging race. And Amy Peters in the third, which was just such an Amy Peters result. <laughs> Lisa Lepisto, she's such the up-and-coming sprinter this year in the fifth. Lisa Brunauer, sixth. Ella Johansson, seventh. Uh, Lucinda Brand, eighth. Kirsten Veld, ninth. And Christine Mayerus in tenth. Yeah. Um, and and how good? I mean, I mean, far out. How good for Yolene coming second in, you know, that champs jersey on the Champs, and then, you know, Amy Peters third. It, it, what I liked about it was that it was a podium of, um, similar to what you were saying about Anna. Like these are all great writers, but they weren't writers that I I necessarily. Um, although obviously we brought this up because Jens had Yolene down as his pick, um, they weren't right as I was necessarily looking to to be the the obvious picks. Mm. Mm. Yeah, well, I don't know. Yolene was, I think. I think Yolene Yolene was Yolene was a big favorite, top favorite. But yeah, no, I mean, Amy Peters makes me very very happy. And what the other thing is is they're all developing riders, all three of them. Yeah. Um, Anna van der Breggen, of course, had a very good junior career and she was um, part-time cyclist while she was doing her nursing, finishing her nursing degree. And she was racing for the very small team Sengers, um, where she had some amazing results, um, you know, lots of fourth places, which must have been gutting for her, that look much better in retrospect um, because, you know, fourth, oh, no one wants to be fourth. Ah. Um, and, and then she joined Rabobank last year. Um, so she'd been riding for Sengers and, and everyone expected her to, you know, race for someone like Rabo in 2013 and they wanted her, but she'd signed a two-year contract with Sengers. Yep. And so when she joined Rabobank last year, we saw her step up and, you know, do so, so well and and get, you know, get get podiums in the, you know, get second place in the run of Andrenta and stuff like that. And 
and raced really well with Mariana Voss. I mean, last year's Giro, it was kind of like Voss, then Pauline Ferran Prevot, and then Anna van der Breggen racing for both of them, because Pauline in the white jersey and Anna, you know, Mariana in the Malia Rossa. Rossa amazed, meant that Anna was, you know, basically racing her heart out for other people. Yeah. And then to see her come back this year and have the chance to race for herself was just, has just been really really good fun like she's 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 just i just i she had some lovely results last year but you know this year she started out winning the omelette noiseblatt which you know oh my god that's that's great that's, she was that's an excellent start she was third in ronda van vlaanderen and third in trofeo binder um you know she and then she won the flesh Vallon world cup I mean, which yeah which is yeah that's mm. that's great which is kind of a like non-stop you can't win unless you're rubber <laughs> oh emma pooley i miss emma pooley or rubber bank and then obviously winning the giro you know and going from winning the giro to winning the course and winning the course where she said afterwards that she was racing for pauline behind her yeah. you know that that but you know some but that thing about racing where you have to that Rabo way where you have to take, but it's not just Rabo, but you know, that, that way where you're racing for your teammate, but at a certain point you go, shit, I could win. Yeah. Yeah. And she had, she, she, you know, the, the photo finish is spectacular because it's, it shows both her with arms in the air crossing the line and Yolene Dora behind her, you know, just completely, ah, sprinting yeah, yeah. just to trying to, just trying to will the finish line another hundred meters down the road. Yeah, 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 and I mean Amy Peters is super strong too, and yeah, you know, and it's, so Yoni, we've talked a lot about this year because she's had that step up year, mm, you know, that mm. step up. Year. She's a junior. I mean, it's not surprising. She's a former junior world champion, road world champion, but she had a step up year, winning her her first track world cup and her first road world cup. Yeah, yeah. Ah, it's it's yeah, it's it makes me happy, and I mean Amy Peters hasn't had as big a year yet. And this is the other thing that's really interesting because, you know, Amy Peters, I don't know, she was second in the Ronde van Drenthe. Um, she was fifth in Gent-Wevelgem. And, yeah, and so, yeah, so she's, but, you know, she hasn't, I, I guess I was expecting her to win a World Cup this year, but yeah. then that's quite hard. Um, but, but, yeah, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, because she's been on the she's been on the on the um, podium of World Cups World Cups a couple of times um, in the past couple of years. So, yeah, um, maybe we have still got Vigorda and Plue to come. Amy exactly. Peters, exactly. There maybe, still... maybe we'll see. I mean, what's gonna what's gonna hit your confidence like standing on the podium on the Champs Elysees? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I want more. I've got a taste of the champagne life. Is uh, you know, that's yeah. that's a thing that kids say, isn't it? Uh, maybe in Australia? No, nah, Australian kids drink goon, not uh, not champagne. They drink what? Goon. What's that? Um, it's it's really really cheap cask wine, like you know the the stuff that's actually in a plastic bag in a cardboard box. Oh yeah 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 it's, yeah, called, yeah, yeah. it's called goon. And, you, kids and you buy it you buy it by the volume, so you know like you buy a five liter bag of goon. Yeah yeah. Uh, kids here drink cider, bad cider. Ah, um, right, right. Where I am, yeah, mm. Natch and no, I'm sure Natch is very nice. Um, yeah, bad <laughs> cider. Um, anyway, La Course, La Course, La Course. Um, well, hey, so um, did you see? Did you see? I know, I know you. I know you were kind of yep, asleep. Yep, yep. Or, 
did you see the photo, did you see the video reaction of Mariana Voss um, uh, where, where the, she was doing some TV work for ITV for um, you know some 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 like uh, analysis oh, analysis yeah. stuff before and after the race and so they were videoing her at the ends watching watching the finish um, and you've got like she's sitting there she's watching part of it on the monitor and then when they're coming past her she's running to the bar barriers to yell come on and, then she goes back. <laughs> and she's just going completely crazy because no one loves cycling as much as mariana Voss yeah, does yeah yeah and it's not like she's still heavily you know engaged in the uh success of her team so oh yeah, yeah. she was she was so so happy and yeah, I, I just, I, I could watch that video all the time. Although someone said that they were watching us and their wife was in the other room wondering what they were watching at half past eight in the morning. <laughs> Sesame Street, of course. I don't know. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It sounded, it sounded, um, it sounded different to what it actually was. <laughs> it was a, yeah, very lovely moment. Um, all of these videos that I've found are on our site, prowomencycling.com. Um, you can track them down and watch them. And and you should, you should. We will judge you if you don't. Well, given how much judging Dan's having today. Yeah, well, I'm being butchered by you know my good friend Sarah today. It's almost as I if gave she... him the, I just I did just give him some side eye. Yeah, yeah. No, she's um she's a big fan of mine and a, a true supporter. Uh, yeah. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? What do you want to play next? Paris um... World Cup or? Or uh, BMX World Champs? BMX World Champs, I think. All right, well. Um, I am a little bit sad because I've only always, we've only got one rider that we actually, we've got one rider that we really, really, really want to win BMX World Champs. And um, she didn't. Caroline Buchanan was second rather mm. than first, which, you know, um, I, I just, yeah. But she was still super happy and um, super happy with coming second, <laughs> which was great. But the winner was Venezuelan Stephanie Hernandez, who's a really, just a really fun rider and and yeah and they've got a gopro there's gopro of her winning run yep yep which is you know i'm always down to see yeah that. no um, you are you are a bit of fan of the uh the onboard footage that's true yeah um poor Elise post from the usa crashed out in the final race and oh, third no. was simone christensen from denmark who i've never heard of so uh i yeah it looks like it was um it looks like it was a you know fun race um it's all of course it is all live on uh youtube with yeah. lots and lots of clips um watch it uh it's yeah it looked like it was raining quite a lot as well okay. um so, yeah so it's uh mm. <sighs> Fun, yeah. fun, fun. Um, is there anything more really to say about it? I mean, that's that's BMX World Champs. Um, yes, uh, Mariana Pajon won the uh, road run, won, won the um, uh, time trial. Oh, and right. yep. was the uh, uh, the was the um, rider who's uh, the winner. But she ha actually crashed out of the semi-finals and didn't finish, which is a shame because I would love to have seen Mariana Pajon, Stephanie Handen Hernandez, Caroline Buchanan go go neck and neck down that track. Cause, well, oh. maybe next year. BMX is amazing. <laughs> you do love it, don't you? I do. I think it's just so, it's so, it's so full of like just, just, adrenaline just adrenaline all the way and i makes me very very happy um <laughs> if you like me <laughs> yeah. enjoy spikes of adrenaline 
no. enjoy spikes of adrenaline and not being able not 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 being not being able to cope then um with 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 with, with adrenaline then i would recommend the upcoming um downhill uh world cup on saturday at monsantan uh, the first one from the usa mm-hmm. in uh, oh no sorry yeah the first one from north america sorry because it's in canada isn't it bad connolly um basically have monsantan and then a week later we have Wyndham in the usa which means a whole load of riders who don't normally get to come out to play because it you know they can't necessarily get across get to get to race so um yeah we've got the uh downhill on saturday and the cross country on sunday yep 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 so we also had we just we've just had the paris paracycling road world cup in elzac in germany and apparently the crowds were amazing okay um like like huge amazing or rowdy amazing or both or huge amazing okay huge amazing um yeah there's uh there's uh you should be happy because there's um carol there's a uh, there's carol cook um winning her winning medals in the in hey. the, in the t2 tricycling yeah um lots of aussie glory um of course there is in in all in all sorts in all sorts of in all sorts of racing so yeah i think you should be happy with that oh well, in that case i will be happy with that I am happy with that. Here is me being happy with that. <laughs> I, mean, I, I kind of find it hard to 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 work to, to work to work it out because you kind of have to like go through weird no, race cause... reports where you're not really sure. And then they say blah 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 came third, and you're like, oh, got bronze. You're like, well, who won? Like, it, it's yeah, when you're reading yeah. UCI, UCI racing reports. Um, USA Team USA. If you're an American out there, your team in the women's smoked the uh, the paracycling road world cup with um, Jamie Whitmore Cardenas um, getting golds and all and Alison Jones and Alicia Brelsford Dana and just tons of tons and tons and tons of of medals. So you should be very proud of your riders. I am. I am. I'm proud of all my riders. Um, they they do me proud. Excellent. And, <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, well, so we're. It's... Yes. So so we're into. Paracycling road worlds right now. Yes. Um, I don't think there's going to be any video. I have been looking to see if there's any chance of video. I mean, I I was spoiled last year because the. Um, uh, the 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 the, uh, the the road um, the, the 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 road worlds were in the USA and they had their specifically homemade video um, live video footage um, and I and I'm like kind of like oh I want to see it. I want to watch it live because last year it was very 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 interesting it's especially interesting because Jodie Cundy who's a paracycling superstar was giving saying like explaining some of the intricacies because they have like, yeah. They had like three categories of women and two categories of men on the road at the same time. Yeah, and so yeah. you have to look at the color of the um, you have to look at the color of the number on the bike to see yeah. whether they're a male or a man or a woman. And then you had to look at the color of the helmet to see what class they're in. Yeah. And then you had to work out are they riding for themselves or are they riding from each other? And eventually Sarah Story last year in her category, I think it's um, C um, C three to five, uh, went just went. You know, fuck it. I'm I'm going to solve all of that by just winning. In, yeah, yeah. In extreme way. So yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, it does make it. It's kind of like you know how they sort of talk about cycling is kind of like chess on the road, um, and and that you know when Jody was explaining all of those intricacies, it, it's kind of like three dimensional chess on the road. Yeah, <laughs> like there's, you know that... there's whole other layers of information that you now have to factor in. Um, 
Yeah, you know when you're kind of watching the um, like Star Trek or something, and they're showing people having these ludicrous like three D chessboards yeah. where you can go down and through the middle, and Spock's playing yeah. it, and yeah. la 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 la, and it's it's all uh, <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, it's it's all a little bit complicated, but it worked, and uh, you're right, it did. Um, you know that the coverage last year was well. I don't want to say it spoiled us, but, you know, it kind of did. <laughs> I think it kind of shows you what you could possibly do. You know what I mean? Like, well, like I, where I th- you can... Yeah, I, I think that's the key thing, isn't it? That like, and, and we've talked about this with other races and other events as well. It's, it's remarkable how much you can do with simple things that are, that are executed well. And, yeah. you know, yeah, the gold standard is fucking, you know, helicopters in the sky and, and 14 camera teams in fixed locations and all that sort of fancy shit. But the and truth me is, on the commentary. Yeah, <laughs> at, a, at a very high rate because, you know, you don't, you're not cheap. Um, but uh, at the same time, there's a lot that you can do with, you know, limited, minimal and sort of DIY-style resources. Um, mm. And I, it's kind of cool. I, I, I like that we've entered the era where more event organizers um slash team slash writers slash in entrepreneurial individuals trackside or whatever are doing stuff like that um yeah please bring us more footage of more races everyone thank yes you. please please bring us footage of the paracycling um paracycling uh roads uh road roads. Roads. thank you very much yeah, yeah mm. um so uh, what do we have this weekend? We are having the Prudential Ride London GP on Saturday, which um, if you're in London, please, please come through a coffee slash drink with me afterwards in the ICA Cafe on the Mall, um, the Institute of Contemporary Arts, because I am nothing if not classy. That is a thing that people have said about you at times. Oh, you just said I wasn't cheap. Yes, but that doesn't imply class. Not being cheap doesn't necessarily imply class. So ho 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 ho. Yeah, he's well, so hey. funny. Well, he's hey, so hey. funny. Look, I, you should already know this. You shouldn't need me to explain this to you. You are from literally the inventors of the class system. So, you know. Yay, I guess. Yay. Yeah. Anyway, um. That's what's happening on Saturday. Um, come and come and come and hang out with me, man. I'd love to see you all. Yeah. Um, I'm really looking forward to hanging out with them, sure. people with with friends and and new friends and yeah. And then on Sunday we have the next round of the Road World Cup, which um, is um, Sparkas and Giro. Yeah, Sparkas and Giro. I'm looking at the map and I can't see profiles, so I'm pretty much guessing. I think. If it's the same course as it was last year, then it's uh, it's it's basically one for sprinters um, because it's got like a hill in the middle of it. Which remember Miyuko Hagiwara attacked on last year? Yeah, you enjoyed yeah. that. Yeah, you enjoyed well, that. And, and hey, maybe she'll attack again this year and win. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It's but I think it's generally a sprinty is a sprinty one. Hey, hey, we're we're all allowed to have pipe dreams. <laughs> You you, so, dream, um, you dream for the ending you want, I'll dream of the ending I want. And I have just decided out of stubbornness more than anything else that that's the ending I want. Uh, mm. 
you're so stubborn. Um, yes, yeah, so it's um, Sparkas and Giro. It's it's kind of it's. Uh, I love that we've got German World Cup again. It makes me very, very, very happy. Now it looks like it's the same course. I'm, I'm guessing. I'm having a look on Velo Focus, which everyone should always go and have a look on Velo Focus. The course route looks the same shape as it did as it, as it has done in the past, and that's uh-huh. basically a lap which has probably around. I'm guessing 75 meters of climbing in it. Yeah. Um, the climbing is in the middle of the descent. It's not like a. It's not a difficult climb if you know what I mean. But it's just. It's just. Yeah, but it's, it's sort of it's disruptive enough. Yeah. Yeah, and exactly. And when you're kind of doing, when you're kind of racing your eight laps or whatever it is, it's. Um, it it gets it, it gets hard. You know. Yeah. Not, I, yeah. It, so yeah. So. Um, they, and, and given that it is sort of that 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 distinct feature in the course, you also know that all the teams will hit it hard every time. So while it's not, you know, on paper, a hard climb, they will make it a hard climb. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I just, I just like, like, yeah. And last year, Mariana Voss won. Um, She was attacking loads last year because, hey, it's Mariana Voss. What does Mariana (laughs) Voss do? Um, This year, of course, she's not racing now. I think we've said this. I feel like I've said this a hundred times this this year, but Mariana Voss isn't going to be racing this season. So she's not there. But she's still heading up the start list, which is, um, I think, perhaps a mistake. Probably. Probably. Um, But you never know. know. Maybe it's someone else with the same name. Yeah, I think not. Yeah, um, no, I, yeah. yeah I, I take your point. I'm, I'm with you. It's most likely a mistake. I'm just trying to consider alternatives, cover the base. Yeah, it, it's. I mean, it, it's, it's interesting to see who's actually going to be who's, who's going to be racing it because it's a funny time for a World Cup because you have the hero, and then you have a gap while riders, you know, race Turingen and uh, Bene Ladies Tour and Tour de Britannia for a week and. And then, and then, you know, then, 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 or not. Yeah. And then you have Lacourse, and oh my God, riders getting over their crashes last week at Lacourse. So that's interesting too. Um, the, the teams on the start list on the race have nine starters, which I think is probably not true. Uh, yeah, also probably not not an accurate reflection of reality. So yeah. No, it's it's kind of like, um, but yeah, uh, it's yeah, I'm. I kind of looking at it going, yeah, I don't know what to be. Yeah, it's hard to tell how much of it, this information and which, more importantly, which parts of this information are the accurate parts. Yeah. So, so I mean, yeah. yeah, so it's supposed, so, you know, so who, who, you know, do you have riders fresh? Do you have riders, riders tired? Um, and, you know, like I said, I mean, you know, here I am going, well, I think it's going to be a bunch of sprint, but we said that's about the course. <laughs> True. Oh yeah. You know, it's going to be a solo a solo attack by Mayuko Hagiwara, um, and it's going to be awesome. Excellent. Well, she is on a start list, but yeah. then doesn't mean that that doesn't mean she's actually racing. No, um, no, races... but it, you know, it does make it slightly more likely than if she wasn't. So yeah. Um, after Sparkassen, we have a bit of a break because there's a gap of a week before the next race starts, which is the Rue de France on the ninth from the ninth to the fifteenth of August, okay. which also yep. is the same weekend as the Ladies Tour of Norway from mm. the fourteenth to sixteenth of August. Then we have the Golan races, apparently. Oh, really? That's interesting. So first we'll have still on the calendar. First we'll have peace breakout, and then we'll have bike racing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. 
Makes sense. Yeah, um, Golan uh, races have been in Syria and we're a bit ruined about them because they were supposed to happen. Um, they've, been, they've been on the calendar for every, and every year we look at it and go, seriously, dude, I don't think there's going to be right, right bike racing in Golan this year. Um, uh, yeah. But, you know, it's, it's, the, it's, it's basically it's optimism over optimism over war. Yeah, yeah, which, you know, uh, yeah, anyway. Hmm. Less so, um, there, I suppose. Yeah, so riders who don't ride the Route de France and Tour of Norway basically have a break until the next rounds of the Road World Cup, which basically I count as the start of world's pre-world's prep. Yeah. Um, basically starts in August because we have the Open to Sweden Vigorda team time trial, which is the only team time trial, only standalone team time trial on the calendar and the kind of only real and it's basically very much the dress rehearsal for Worlds. Yeah, yeah. And then we have the Gorda, the, the Vigorda day road, race, uh, road race, World Cup, which is going to be streamed live on the 23rd of August. So which put that in your diary. Awesome, yes. Uh, then, and then a week later, the GP de Plouet, um, which is, you know, uh, the final World Cup of World Cup of the season. So this is like, you know, this is where we get really, really, really exciting. I am very happy about this. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, and it's going to be a great run into Worlds. So. Oh, yeah, it's going to be fantastic. And with Worlds being in the States where, you know, yeah. they, where they really believe in live women's cycling and crazy crowds yep. and all of the stuff like that, exactly. Worlds is going to be a lot of fun this year. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, looking forward to it. Um, well, in that case, we've got a bit to, to catch up on when we get together again next week. And um, in the meantime, I think you've got to run to work. So... I do indeed have yeah. to run to work. Thank you to my Patreon supporters who fund me to be able to not have to mm. run to work um, all the time and be able to do a lot of women's cycling stuff that I absolutely wouldn't be able to afford to do otherwise. Um, thank you. I very, very, very much appreciate you. If you too would like to donate, uh, donate, give me. <laughs> if you too would like to become an awesome and incredibly attractive person to the gender or genders of your choice, then you can contribute to Sarah's Patreon at patreon.com slash women and cycling yes mm, mm. there i fixed um, it for you Woo! you did you're so much better than me <laughs> I, I, i'm so much better at advertising you <laughs> yes. yes now all you have to let me do is write your dating profile fuck off <laughs> <laughs> and on that note dear listener thank you very much for listening we'll catch you soon good night